Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Master Builders Victoria, supporting Victorian builders for over 147 years. Not a member yet? Call today. Brick Lane Brewing, where lovers and makers of great beers come together. Join the community today. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Here's Coolside Mav on the outside, running on with I Am Superman. And then Buffalo River, Coolside Mav up to Tuvalu. I Am Superman chasing both of them. Coolside Mav just in front and one. Nature's Trip's going to have to lift. Rocket Horse, the centre, just in front of Nature's Trip. Rocket Horse. Rocket Horse has won it from Nature's Trip. I'm sure that's music to the ears of our next guest, uh, jockey Jamie Mott. Uh, fantastic victory on the weekend with Rock and Horse. And earlier, his first Group 1 victory in the Sir Rupert Clark Stakes. And uh, Jamie's been good enough to join us this afternoon. G'day, Jamie. G'day, mate. How are you going? Very, very well. How are you going, uh, more importantly? Uh, <laughs> waited so long for a Group 1 win and then uh, two significant ones in a pretty short uh, space of time. Yeah, unbelievable. Um Still pinching myself. Uh, yeah, what a what a ride the last five weeks has been. Um, what I've kind of been waiting for for a long time, but um, to get my first was yeah, just an unbelievable feeling. Sort of monkey off the back, and and then to do it and win a major. And I had my family there, and such a big day, championship day at Flemington with a huge crowd, good weather. It was yeah, it was definitely. Um, the best day I've had on the race course, that's for sure. What was going through your mind on Saturday when you did pass the post first? I mean, a lot of people thought Nature Strip would win that race and you've won. And as you say, it's one of the big days of racing in, in Melbourne, one of the big days around Australia. What was sort of your, your initial emotion when you when you realised you'd won the race? I was ecstatic. I had dead set electricity going through my body. Um, I felt like I could have jumped 20 feet in the air. It was just an unbelievable feeling and um, a feeling that uh, I'm definitely going to push and strive for to get to get um, to get a few more on the board because yeah, it was just it, it was hard to describe, but it was yeah, it's just absolute electrifying feeling to to win such a good race and be in such against good company with with the best jockeys and um, in, on on such a big stage like just unbelievable. Apart from you know the, the satisfaction of breaking through and winning a Group One, and obviously the prize money is pretty good uh, when you win these big races in the spring. What what does it mean in the short term for you in terms of maybe some other opportunities that open up after you after you notch a couple of Group One victories? Yeah, we, you'd, you'd obviously hope that it um, that when it, when a ride's available or, or someone's looking for a jockey uh, with a good horse and a good race, that that my name sort of comes to the table pretty quickly now. Um, Whereas in the past, maybe maybe I was sort of overlooked, and I'm hoping now that now that I've won two and, and a significant one um, last Saturday, that maybe horses even coming from interstate or overseas that 
maybe my name gets thrown out there and I'm a chance of getting on um, some nicer horses. How good can Rockin' Horse be? She's bloody pretty good. Um, she's tough. She's only small, but she's very tough. She's got a big heart. She seems to be able to absorb a hot speed and and then really sort of not quick and fast off it, but really tough it out and grind it out and um, and be strong at the end of 1,200. And, and she, she's good up the straight. She's, she's absolutely superb up the straight. But I think... Uh, Everyone probably thought the new market was a fluke uh, with a light weight, but um, even her runs after the new market have been super runs, and she's kind of confirmed that, um, yeah, she's proper weight for age now. It's been to Jamie Mott, who's saluted with two Group 1 victories uh, over the spring carnival. Was there times, Jamie, you thought, this isn't just going to happen? I'm not going to get that Group 1. Like, you've had horrific injuries like a lot of jockeys do. There was a time there when you nearly walked away from the sport. How many times did you think... I'm just not going to quite get there. Or did you always think that, uh, you know, your time in the sun would come and you would snare a Group 1 victory? I always thought it would come. Um, I was always very positive-minded, positive um, no matter what I was going through or whatnot. In the, at the time, I was always confident that it would come. Um, that's why getting on Calcine Mav and, and winning one on him was just was, was incredible. But um, to, to then... Sort of four or five weeks later, win a win a major on such a big day at Flemington. Um, that was that was kind of a surprise and, and and what a thrill! Yeah, unbelievable. And for those that don't know your story, obviously a shocking crash at Cranbourne where you sort of suffered horrific injuries to your legs. Like a lot of jockeys, at times there's been a battle with weight. Were you close to walking away from the sport at any time? No, I wasn't actually. Um, but obviously you do have your down times and you, you question yourself and question what you're doing sometimes. But um, you just got to stay strong and, and I always did that. And um, You do have your down, down times and that, but I always believed in what I was doing and I believed that I was good enough. And uh, I put myself in a good place probably the last, oh, the last five or six months uh, weight-wise and just doing a few different things, and um, my mind was in a great spot. Got a beautiful family, um, so I couldn't be happier. And and and, and just being in that, I suppose, um, put myself in that that positive positive position. Um, yeah, look, it's led to two group ones pretty quick, so uh, couldn't be happier. So you mentioned there you've done a few different things, and you've got yourself in 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 great shape, and 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 got your weight, you know, where you want it to be. Um, Tell us about these freezing ice baths you do. What inspired that? Where did that idea come from? Uh, so Wim Hoff, his name is. Um, you can you can look him up. You can Google him. He's got a few books out. Um, I would highly recommend them. Um, so it's basically uh, in the morning you get up, you do breathing exercises. So you do 30 breathing exercises three three times. Um, and it just gets you, gets you in a great mindset. Um, and then I go and get in the ice bath for anywhere from sort of two to five minutes. Uh, so the ice bath would be around probably anywhere from six to ten degrees. And uh, as you get out and you, yeah, you feel amazing. Is this it? So you do this every day? Yeah, yeah, every day. Um, so, I mean, what, what a great way to start the day. Well, some would argue that's not great, jumping in an ice cold bath. But uh, it's obviously, it's obviously working for you. 
the ones that would argue that would uh, have never tried it, obviously. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a fair point. And uh, is a, a plant-based diet a big, a big part of it as well? Massive part of it, yeah. It really works well for my body. Um, I've, I've, I've obviously been uh, battling weight issues, being tall, and uh, I find the, the plant-based diet just works so well for my body. Able to eat more, more energy, sleep better. It's just a yeah, it's a no-brainer now. Um, I wish I had it probably. Wish I had tried it uh, a lot earlier, but uh, I'm very glad I'm on it now. When did you switch to that? So I say I actually switched before I broke my leg, probably four months before I broke my leg, and uh, and the weight was fantastic, and I had that fall and broke my leg, and I half talked myself into thinking I wasn't getting enough nutrients and maybe I broke my leg because I wasn't getting enough meat or whatever. <laughs> Some of the things you sort of start to Google and, and look at when you're in a wheelchair and, and you can't walk um, trying to heal. Uh, so I, I got off it for ages and uh, my weight was, was, wasn't too bad and, and uh, we, had a, we had a little week away in, um, in Noosa and I kind of wanted to get back and, and just be so focused and, and and as positive as I could be, and I thought, why don't I just start training as hard as I can, and and I'll get on back on that plant-based diet, which worked so good for me at the time. And uh, yeah, that was literally that might have been a week or two before the start of the season, and literally come out of the blocks of the new season, flying and in a great spot, riding great, feeling good, and um, had a fantastic start to the season, and and now two Group One winners, so. Um, it's obviously working, working unbelievably for me. I've always wondered this with with the jockeys that are riding in the in the big days. So you've just had this massive week at Flemington, you know, big races, big crowds, all the attention on racing. But then a couple of days later, or maybe even on the Sunday, you're off racing somewhere else. You know, smaller crowds, you know, hardly any attention on it at all. Is it is it tough after such a big week? In terms of motivation, the next few meets you've got that are that are far smaller—is it—is it tough to to get yourself up and going? No, not at all. You, you're still buzzing. You're literally dead set buzzing. Um, and and say say for me, for instance, um, like Saturday, um, you, for days and days, you have people still congratulating you, even um, along the street or at the races. So. That still gives that still um, obviously gives you a huge buzz and um, yeah no matter where where I go anyway um, maybe it might be a little bit different for the for the top top few but wherever I go I'm um, always happy to go. And uh, James McDonald is, is is looks like he's clearly the best in the business at the moment. Now look some say well he's on, he's on the best horses that that's that's a big part of it. But when you look at a jockey like James McDonald, what's sort of at the moment? separates him from the rest uh, in, and the fact he's getting so many big winners right now? He's just a gifted horseman. He's the best I've ever seen. Um, oh, he's, a, he's basically an all-rounder, good guy, um, down to earth, great balance, very strong, doesn't panic, um, even if it's a nature strip in a group one and it's a dollar eighty, he doesn't panic. He just goes for the motions and normally he gets the job done. When you say he's a gifted horseman, just just explain that to us. What what are sort of the, I guess the subtleties around that which uh, makes him so good at what he does? Well, no matter what horse he gets on, he gets along with. Um, he's able to 
he's able to sort of get on the horse and, and, and not even know it and get along with it straight away, which um, you can't teach that. Like, that's, that's a gift, and uh, that's probably why he's so good. And he's been so good for, for his whole career. If you could choose one horse in the country right now that you'd love to have a ride on, love to be in a big race on, who would it be? Uh, what race? Well, that's a good question. That that I hadn't really thought of that before I uh, asked that uh, question. Okay, if you're uh, looking ahead to next, looking ahead to the Cox Plate next year, or that might be even too far away. But uh, if you just a trainer came to you with a great horse, you'd say, "I want to be on this one." Is, is there a couple? I'll give you a couple that you might have in mind. Um, because I'd love to. Um, I'd love to get on my good mate. Uh, Clayton Douglas is all skiggy kick. Yeah. Um, something else. He's a pretty special horse. Absolutely. There's some good ones going around. Just finally, before I let you go, it was a little bit of a, a different day, uh, the Champions Day uh, at Flemington. It's it's become a really good day, the old stakes day, with some fantastic races. How did you how'd you see it on Saturday? Obviously, some fantastic uh, horses going around and, and a couple of upsets as well. How do you think the day worked in total? I think it was an absolute complete success. It was It was such a great day of racing and you got the 1200, you got the mile, you got the 2000, and they're basically the best horses in Australia. So, really, the premier day of, of, of racing, uh, I felt, and obviously, might be a bit one sided because I was able to win one. <laughs> um, what a great concept! Like, uh, the best of the 1200, the mile, and the 2000, I thought it works fantastic. And, um, I mean, maybe they've got to do a little bit of work with the Oaks Day, maybe bring the Oaks back to 2000, and maybe have a group one sprint for the Phillies on that day. Um, but, yeah, what's, what's such a great week? Absolutely. It's a, it was a great week for you, Jamie, and, uh, and getting that first uh, Group 1-2 in the Sir Rupert Clark Stakes as well. Uh, well done. It's been a great breakthrough for you, and uh, thanks for taking some time out to speak with us today. Anytime, mate. Thank you very much for the call. Great to have uh, Jamie Mott on. Uh, it was a fantastic breakthrough spring carnival for him. Let's Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.